The Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors, known as TAPS, is a national nonprofit organization that provides assistance to those grieving the death of a military loved one, regardless of the location or manner of their death. Since 1994, TAPS has offered a national peer support network to connect military families with other military families surviving the loss of a loved one. Programs include adult seminars, youth camps, global retreats, expeditions, a 24-7 helpline, national and regional community connections, plus casework assistance to navigate military resources and benefits. I spoke to Audrey Bugelsdyke, Vice President of Survivor Services, who oversees the Survivor Helpline, Care Team, Peer Mentor Program, the online community, and the youth programs. Sporting a master's degree in psychology, she describes her work as a passion for a mission that provides understanding and comfort to grieving military families to ensure their security and stability. The Navy veteran works to honor her late husband, Navy veteran Jason Springer. TAPS will host its annual National Military Survivor Seminar and Good Grief Camp this Memorial Day weekend in Washington, D.C. and Arlington, Virginia. The weekend includes adult workshops and Good Grief Camps for kids. Within our Good Grief Camp, we say that it's fun with a purpose. and It's being able to navigate through activities, new ways of understanding our grief, communicating our grief, etc. It's a phenomenal weekend. Families come and are sometimes overwhelmed walking through the door with the amount of support that they're receiving through the weekend, but they feel held and aligned with people who really understand what this weekend is all about. It's not about roasting hot dogs and, and having a cookout by the pool. It's about remembering the service and sacrifice of our military members and what their families are being left with. So every year, it's a powerful opportunity for us to continue to tell the world about the service and sacrifice of our military. Again, it's not just combat. People might think that we we don't have as many losses because we're not actively at war. And yet there are so many battles that our military have brought home. The battle of their mind, service members are succumbing to because of suicide. The battle physically because they've died from physical injury that they experienced during their service. So the need has never been greater. And we had 9,246 people come to us for the first time last year. Approximately 70% of them were in the first year of their loss. And so the need has never been greater, and we need our nation to recognize that. TAPS was launched in 1994 by Bonnie Carroll following the death of her husband, Brigadier General Tom Carroll. Two years earlier, General Carroll and seven soldiers perished in an Army C-12 plane crash. Surrounded by the survivors of the crash, Carroll decided to transform her tragedy into purpose. At that time, Bonnie realized that what was missing in terms of support was not what the government does so well, which is render final honors and provide that resting place and execute benefits, but really being able to surround herself with other people who had experienced a similar type of loss who could relate to what she was going through, normalize and validate that experience and be a person who could support along the journey. Those other surviving spouses that she was able to come along were that source of support for her at that time and she realized this is something that needs to be replicated. We have to have a place where our military families can do what they do so well, which is to come alongside one another. Since then, TAPS has helped 100,000 surviving military family members as they grieve the death of a loved one. Audrey spoke of the reverend significance of Memorial Day. 
as the whole country is waking up to Memorial Day and thinking of it as a day where we are celebrating and you hear people say happy Memorial Day and their Memorial Day sales in stores, et cetera, where our families are thinking of is that Memorial Day isn't that happy day for them. And they need others who understand that this is a reverent day. This is a day that we're looking at our loved one's service and saying, I remember you. I'm saying your name. Uh, your life mattered. Your service mattered. And we live in freedom because of the work that you did. And we understand that better and can work together to mark that day in ways that other Americans who haven't experienced a loss can do. Peer support, peer-based emotional support is what TAPS is all about on our foundation to come alongside one another and to not just think about the death story, but to think about the life story, how that person lived. What were they all about and how can we now be the living legacies of that person who went before us? Uh, Memorial Day is, is only one day of the year that our whole nation marks, but we essentially live our lives as a Memorial Day to our loved ones every single day. TAPS is along for every step of the grief journey through advocacy and casework assistance. TAPS, since our inception, has had four core services that we have leaned into, starting with our National Military Survivor Helpline. It's a 24-7 line that takes calls from anyone who is military-connected and has had a loss. While some people might think that we are only here to support active duty military losses, the reality is that we are supporting veterans' families, retirees' families, active duty losses, anyone whose life included selfless service to our nation. Those four core services, starting with the helpline as really one of the primary entry points that we have, also include that peer-based emotional support where we connect people to our survivor care team to really look at what their needs are, to our peer mentor program, coming alongside someone else who has experienced a similar loss from which they can begin to build rapport and recreate a social network that sometimes is broken after the loss. The third core service is community-based care. We also know that alongside peer support, we sometimes need professional supports as well. And we vet resources, whether it's a local support group or a counseling connection that a family can lean into for the adult or the children in the family. We look for those resources so that they don't have to do that heavy lift when they're grieving. Grief brain is a very real thing. And so we leverage all of the resources that we can, both peer and professional, to be able to support that person at any given moment. The fourth core service is truly foundational and stabilizing, which is our casework team. Sometimes our families come to us and they're having financial crises. We need to be able to help them perhaps with benefits that haven't been initiated because maybe they didn't know where to start, especially if they were a veteran family. So all of those core services we are going to bring to bear in support of families. Our goal is to stabilize the family unit after the death to help them reach a point where they can begin to do some grief work and kind of figure out how do I navigate this world that I'm in now as a result of this death? Because the death is the primary loss, but there are so many secondary and tertiary losses that result from that death. And families need to be able to navigate those in ways that are helpful. And sometimes that means interacting with other people who have navigated that, who can provide a little bit of a roadmap to move forward. And one of the ways that we execute that is by developing programming that can meet adults and children where they are. The children are not forgotten.
and our young survivors who are navigating these losses. And we are helping them with coping tools. And sometimes they're meeting children their age for the first time who have also had a similar loss. So the life skills that we are teaching them on how to navigate grief and loss is something that will carry them through the rest of their lives. And those programs are incredibly powerful for our families. We also engage military mentors through the course of our Good Grief program so that they can come alongside and be a mentor for a child and really be a conduit back to the military so that there's still that connection because military families sometimes find that that connection back to their service is severed after their loved one dies. We've had military mentors who have started out mentoring a child who is eight years old and then that relationship continues. The child graduates from high school and that mentor is there. Those children have gotten married and that mentor has been there at the wedding, at college graduations, at other meaningful moments and milestones of that child's life. TAPS also includes family camps, youth, and empowerment programs for both adults and children. Wherever a person is, and when they come to us and they've had this loss, they are going to be met with what is the most helpful thing that we can do to come alongside them right now, and that's where we're going to go. We don't want to overwhelm families with everything that we have available, although there is an awful lot. We want to be able to identify in conversation and careful listening, what can we do right now? Military illness and suicide account for the majority of military losses today. Still, a lot of Americans believe that the losses that we're having are, are hostile losses. When they think about military death, they think about families who lost loved ones in Iraq and Afghanistan. And, and yet, families coming to us because their loved one served many years ago and was exposed to toxins as a result of their service and suffering for a decade or more with a terminal illness eventually succumbed. And so we need to be able to support those families who are, yeah, they're grieving again. They've grieved the slow loss of their person over a period of time, and now that person has died. Uh, illness is the number one cause of death for those who are coming to us now, and it has easily eclipsed suicide loss even. That's not to say that suicide loss isn't still a critical need that we need to address, and that is the second leading cause of death that brings families to us, and we have a tremendously robust suicide postvention program, but suicide postvention really is prevention. We know that when we are doing this work and stabilizing families who have had a traumatic loss, they are less likely to succumb to suicide themselves. We've surpassed 100,000 families now who have come to TAP since our inception. Over 19,000 of those uh, family members have had a loss to suicide. And so we take very seriously our responsibility to come alongside them and help stabilize and support them. Volunteers remain an integral piece of the TAPS programs. Support to others is something that we couldn't do without a robust volunteer base that includes our peer mentors who are survivors who have reached a point of healing themselves with which they feel like they can turn around and reach a hand out to somebody else to support. Uh, we are a nationwide organization providing support in every state, even internationally, and we couldn't do what we do without the robust support of, of donors. TAPS urges Americans to work together to provide comfort and resources. Americans can get behind our military families and, and really begin to understand and grow their own military cultural competency so that they know what our families are going through. And it's not enough to just say, I'm sorry for your loss within the first few weeks of the loss, but how do I show you that I that I care and that I value your loved ones a year after the loss? Sometimes our families say, thank you for remembering my husband from his death two years ago. You're the only person who still remembers and says his name. And we say that a person dies 
two deaths. The first time when they actually die and the second time when a person says their name for the last time. We don't ever want our families to feel like they've heard their person's name for the last time. And so how can we as Americans continue to lean into that space, which truly is sometimes uncomfortable, especially if it's a traumatic loss, but how can we continue to honor them and thank them and be there for them when everything else has gotten quiet and everyone's gone back to business as usual? So how can we be that source of support for them so that they don't feel alone? Because at the end of the day, TAPS is here to make sure that people aren't alone. And it's also here to make sure that people have hope because hope is life-saving. Corporate and private donations fund TAPS to ensure that the organization can be as flexible as possible to meet their broadest variety of needs. Whether it's a lemonade stand or a major corporate donor, we are looking for every American to say, I value your mission so much that I'm willing to align with you. So whether it's a $10 donation or a $1 million donation and everywhere in between, we value that any person would be willing to put their funds toward a mission that is as critical as this. TAPS welcomes volunteer services. We are always looking for other partners who can align with our overall mission or even specific parts of our mission, whether it's supporting our children, working with our caregiver to survivor program, supporting our suicide prevention and prevention team, aligning with us in training or supporting our Institute for Hope and Healing. There's so many opportunities, again, for anyone who wants to look at a particular part of our mission to be able to support it. And I encourage anyone who is interested to do so to go to our, go to our website. TAPS.org. There's a robust amount of information there. We also, again, have our 24-7 helpline. We can receive calls and answer any questions and provide a connection back to our development team or to any other part of our team that aligns with that person's passion for what we do. In 2021, TAPS connected with almost 10,000 newly bereaved loved ones, hosted 930 events for 15,000 participants, answered over 15,000 calls, resolved almost 6,500 casework challenges, connected military survivors with over $241 million of education benefits, and conducted nearly 71 training sessions on grief, trauma, and suicide post-intervention. Complete contact information for TAPS can be found on WOKV.com. Lucia Vidi, 104.5 WOKV.